So good to see you today. We'll wait till everyone gets settled and we'll begin. Today is about, it's all about, the folks who have chosen to get baptized. I just want a few of your minutes to explain why we baptize so that you understand what's going on here. It's not something we just pulled out of the blue, something we have felt that's good to do. When I'm finished speaking, hopefully you'll understand why we baptize. So again, I want to welcome you, and I want to welcome you to this very special service. And it is especially special to those who are being baptized, to their families, and to their friends, and to all of you who came today to share this joyful event, this meaningful event with them. What love, I sense, is being poured out for those who are being baptized. So thank you for coming. This is very meaningful to us as a church. It's very meaningful to them. Some of the folks being baptized have, can I say patiently waited, or is that a misnomer? You have waited for this day. I don't know how patiently you've been waiting, but this day has finally arrived after quite a while. Let's begin with some information about baptism. Why do we even baptize folks? Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, classic scripture verse. Jesus speaking, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them. Then teach these new disciples to obey all the commands, or it could be instructions, to obey all the commands I have given you. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, Jesus said. How do we, or why do we as a church baptize? It's actually simple. We baptize because Jesus told us to. And as the church, we're followers of Jesus. We at least try to do what he tells us to do as a church and as individual believers. To trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. We baptize because Jesus told us to. It's part of the making disciples process that you see in this verse. It's a part of becoming, or being rather, a follower of Jesus. It's an integral part of the mission. We talk a lot about mission in this church. We're on mission with Christ. This is an integral part of the mission. It's an integral part of the mandate that Jesus gave to the church. Go tell people everywhere about me. That's the first part of the mission. Go tell people about Jesus. If you're a believer, you're supposed to be telling people about Jesus. Then those who accept your message, we're to baptize them. We're to bring them into the church and we're to baptize them. Then we're to make disciples. We're to teach them all about Jesus. It's a simple process, but it's an extremely important process. Salvation, baptism, discipleship. Churches do many, many things, but that's the bottom line mission for the church of Jesus Christ. Jesus told the church to baptize those who come to know him. Those who become his disciples, both then and now. Therefore, by implication, those who come to know Jesus, those who become his disciples, those who have accepted his message of salvation through faith in him, those who received him as their savior, 
To those who receive me, I give the right to become sons and daughters, children of God. To those who received him as their Savior and their Lord, then and now, well, they are to be baptized in his name. It is really, ideally, to be the next step following salvation. Now, I know some of us got saved, and it was a long time before we had an opportunity to be baptized. For me, it was two years from salvation to baptism. But ideally, we should be baptized as soon as it's possible after we accept the Lord. Here's an example from Scripture, the apostles, the early church. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart, and they said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. Those who accepted his message were baptized. The setting for this verse is Acts chapter 2, verse 38. It's just out of the experience of Pentecost, where the Holy Spirit had fallen mightily on the church, Acts chapter 2. Peter preached a sermon, first New Testament sermon preached. Many people were touched. Many people responded to his sermon with the question, what must we do to be saved? 3,000 to be exact. And I've told you before, that's on my bucket list. I want to preach a sermon, and I want 3,000 people to come to know the Lord through that sermon. But notice something in Peter's, in Peter's response to them when they said, what must we do to be saved? First of all was repent, then be baptized. Baptism in Scripture is always, always, always to those who willingly, knowingly of their own free will, Make the decision to first repent, accept the message of Jesus, accept the gospel, receive him as Savior. Second, after that step, after accepting Jesus as Savior, then they are to be baptized. Scripture is clear. It is to be the choice of the person being baptized, not someone else making that choice for them. You will witness in just a moment that we will ask each person in the water, if they are coming of their own volition to be baptized, not being forced, not being pressured by someone else. Must be your own decision. And just a FYI, we were asked many times in this church, why don't we baptize infants? And the answer, short answer, is when a person is baptized as a baby, it was not their own volition. It was not their own choice. I am not saying it was a bad thing, but I'm saying it doesn't follow the scriptural pro process of salvation baptism. Someone else made the choice for the baby, not that person themselves. All of those being baptized here today have requested of their own free will to be baptized. They came to me. I did not go to them. They came to us. We did not go to them. But once they come, and if they meet the criteria of knowing Jesus as Savior, we are more than happy to baptize them. Perhaps you're here and you're wondering why Jesus said to do it. What even is the purpose of it? There is a purpose to it. Water baptism is an outward expression of what happened inwardly to the person when they received Jesus as their Savior and Lord. This is the reason we baptize by immersion in water, 
all the way under. You'll hear us say to each person, all the way under. And if you've been here, you've heard this before, but been doing this for 27 years. Only two people did I never get up out of the water in time. <laughs> but hey, they're with Jesus. It's win-win. When I told the teenagers that, Brianna, her mouth dropped open. I'm glad you're still here today to be baptized. The word translated baptized means to completely submerge in water. That's why we follow that mode of baptism. There is a purpose for that mode of baptism. Going down into the water is very symbolic. It's in, it symbolizes us dying with Christ on the cross. It's a dying to our old self-centered life. It's a picture of the old self-centered sinful life being crucified and buried with Christ down into the water, fully submerged, fully put out of working order. Coming up out of the water symbolizes us being raised to new life in Christ. Not only new life here and now, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly, but eternal life in heaven with Jesus forever. Once we accept Christ, we become new creatures in him. The old man is dead and gone. The new man is alive. And that's what we symbolize in baptism today. Let me leave you with a very important closing thought or two. On the screen, water baptism does not save a person. Trusting in Jesus does. By faith, asking Jesus to become your Savior and Lord, to come into your life, to forgive your sin, and giving your life to him, that's when you get saved. You don't get saved by getting baptized. You get baptized because you got saved. Simple as that. You don't get, sa you don't get saved by getting in the tank. You're getting in the tank because you've already gotten saved. Baptism is a biblical way for the folks today to give a testimony to all of us, all of us here, and all of you have come to see them. They're going to give their testimony and evidence of their salvation by being baptized. It's a more powerful, uh, nope, sorry, I should not say that. I should not say more powerful. It's as powerful a witness to your salvation as your verbal testimony. So without any further ado, the band is going to stand. They're going to sing for us while, Deb, if you will escort the girls down to the side door, those who are being baptized, Justin, you and I will get in the tank.